0: Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alamin, Wallakiba Tulil Mutakin, Walla Rudwana Illa Alla Dalimin, Ashadu Allah Illa Haila Wa ash Hadu Anna Muhammad and Abduhu Rasulu, Amma Bad, Faya, you Hal Muslimoon, Ittakulah Tabaraka Wata Allah, Have taqwa of Allah, for indeed taqwa is the best provision that you can have for yourself in the life of this world. Are Muslimoon? Among the stories that Allah jalla relates to us in his great and mighty noble book is the story of Musa alayhi salam and Fir'aun in fact that is the most often repeated story in the Quran and that is because of the Ibar the lessons that a person can take heed from this story and the wisdoms and the admonishments that are contained within this story Allah jalla he has said in his book we relay unto you the story of Musa and Fir'aun in truth for a people who are believers meaning the story of Musa and Fir'aun is only beneficial for the one that has the component of iman in his heart he is the only one that will take heed he is the only one that will take admonishment Fir'aun was a transgressing individual Not only was he a brutal, transgressing individual, but on top of that, he claimed divinity. He claimed to be a God. He asked others to worship him and pray to him. And he he split up the people within Misr. The people in Misr, they were split up into factions. He did so because of that divide and conquer mentality. That if I split the people up, Enslave them and subjugate them for my own desires and for my own for what I want, then I'll be able to do so more effectively. And so Bani Israel, the children of Israel, they were enslaved by him, doing the work, the labor work in Misr. Whereas people of the Pharaoh and his people, they were the ones that had the authority in the land. But then he had a dream, and in that dream that was interpreted to him by his priest and his soothsayers they informed him of the fact that there is going to be a child from bani israel from the children of israel that will cause your destruction and so firaun began to slaughter the children of israel the male infants the male newborns of children of israel but then when he did so then the workforce depleted those laborers that he had It began to deplete because they were all from Bani Israel. So he changed his plan after that, and he began to slaughter the children of Israel, the male newborns of Bani Israel in one year and sparing them in the next year. In the year that he was slaughtering the children of Israel, Musa was born and his mother, she would put him in a wooden box and she would put that wooden box in the river and she'd tie a rope to that box. And then what, what would happen is that when the investigators would come to investigate and see whether or not she had given birth, she'd put the baby in the box, put the box in the river, and let the box float in the river. When she had left the realm of danger, she'd pull the rope back and Musa alaihissalam would be retrieved. But then on an occasion, the rope, it snapped and baby Musa, he went off in that wooden box but then where did it land it landed right outside the castle the palace of Firaun and there as we know that Firaun's wife she took the baby and she said to Firaun do not kill him perhaps he'll be a coolness to my eyes this woman Asiya after Musa alayhi salam had become a prophet he invited her to Islam and she became Muslim And Fir'aun, when he found out that his wife Asya had become Muslim, he imprisoned her, he tortured her. He had nails that were pierced into her hands and into her feet. Outside in the heat. What what would she say? She would say, oh my Lord, show me my house in Al-Jannah. Fir'aun continued to torture. Fir'aun continued to persecute Bani Israel. And the followers of Musa Alayhi salam, up until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Musa Alayhi salam, to leave at night with Bani Israel up until they reached the Red Sea. But when they reached the Red Sea, they turned around and they looked that behind them was Fir'aun with his army. In the books of history, it has been mentioned that the army numbered 100,000 troops. Now, when Bani Israel say to Musa Alayhi that now we are mudrakun, We are going to be captured. We're finished. Fir'aun is behind us. The sea is in front of us. To our left and to our right are mountains. We are finished. But Musa Alayhi he said, Kalla ma'ya rabbi innahu sayahdeen. Indeed, with me is my Lord. And he shall direct me. He shall guide me. Allah Jalla commands Musa Alayhi salam to strike the sea with his staff and then all of a sudden that, that sea has been converted into mountains great and tremendous mountains and the seabed had no puddles on it anymore the seabed had no moisture to it anymore it had become dry 12 paths each path designated for each of the 12 tribes of bani israel up until they reached the end once they had passed beyond the sea onto the land firaun and his army they had entered into the sea and then allahu azza wa caused that sea to collapse upon firaun and his army causing them to be drowned one of the greatest ibar one of the greatest admonishments that we can take from the story of Musa Alayhi salam, is his tawaqal upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is his trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your enemy is right behind you and they don't want to just come and tickle you they want to slaughter you in front of you is the sea to your right and to your left are mountains yet what do you end up saying my Lord is with me my Lord will guide me my Lord will direct me when Bani Israel were being slaughtered the sons of Bani Israel the newborn babies of Bani Israel were being slaughtered. What does Musa alayhi salam say to his people? Say to Bani Israel, Isbiru wa billah. Be patient and seek the help of Allah. Innal arda lillah man min wal lil muttaqin The earth, it belongs to Fir'aun. The earth, it belongs to the transgressors. The earth it belongs to the brutal, tyrannical ones. La, the earth it belongs to Allah, and He gives it to whom He wills. But the end result, the final result, is for the muttaqin, is for the people that have piety before Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Those who are scared of Allah, those who fear Allah. So therefore, regardless of how much the odds may be against you in any affair of your life, whether it is wealth, whether it is health whether it is enemies regardless of how much the odds may be against you al aqibah the end result is going to be in the favor of the muttaqin walhamdulillah alhamdulillahirabbil alamin was salatu was salam ala rasulih al karim nabiyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba this day that musa salam was saved on and Firaun was destroyed on this day was on the 10th of Muharram the 10th of the month of Muharram and Musa alayhi salam out of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would fast on the 10th of Muharram because of the fact that he was saved on that day when the messenger alayhi salatu was salam arrived in Al-Madinah he found that the Jews were also fasting on that day and he said we are more deserved, we are more rightful to Musa than you, than the Jews. And so the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam following the way of Musa alayhi salam would fast on the 10th of Muharram. The 10th of Muharram which is tomorrow, today being the 9th. And for those that are fasting today, then you are following the Sunnah of the messenger alayhi salatu as well because the messenger alayhi salatu he said prior to him passing away that if i was to reach it meaning the next muharram then i would fast on the ninth as well in order to be different to the jews so therefore it is highly encouraged for the believing men and believing women to fast on the 10th of muharram which is tomorrow especially as it is the case that it expiates the sins of the previous year, any your minor sins. In addition to that, that a person, he should be different from the Jews, but he fasts today. For those that are fasting today, if he's not fasting today, then at least you can still fast on the 11th of Muharram, which is on Sunday. Wallahu Muhammad Wa Aqimus